Good day everyone. My name is Andrew DeAlvis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I would like to discuss about business valuation. This is a topic that comes up in all the SEMA case studies and even in other accountancy qualifications, business valuation topic plays a major role. Is it an art or science? This topic, I find it uh, very interesting because it is using our creativity in how we value a company. Not only our creativity, but also it does make us utilize our technical knowledge. With our technical knowledge, we combine our creativity to value a company. The price of the company can be based on some reasonable calculations. We can do some comparisons with other similar companies or make an adjustment based on our opinions about target company's unique features. When calculating the value and presenting the value, we need to present range of values to the person who's negotiating. At the exam, your ability to negotiate is not tested, but your ability to inform the negotiator is tested because this is where your technical knowledge is presented to the examiner in a logical form. Why would one business want to buy another? Point number one, to eliminate competition. Point number two, to grow quickly by buying a proven business. Point number three, to obtain scarce resources and skills. Point number four, to gain access to a new market. Point number five, to achieve synergies. What is synergy? Synergy is a value created by combining two organizations so that they're ultimately worth more than the sum of their separate parts. There are different types of synergies that we will come across. When you're evaluating your company, the target company, you need to think of, well, are we obtaining cost synergies, revenue synergies, or finance synergies? Let us look at cost synergies. These include economies of scale, if you're taking over a similar business. What about revenue synergies? This can mean sharing customers. By sharing customers, what are the advantages that you would get? We are able to then provide new products to these customers. Is it finance synergies? The combined entity may be able to negotiate cheaper debt finance and obtain equivalent of a bulk discount on the rate of interest it pays on loans. Let us look at a listed company valuation. In this case, the share price is already known. For example, a company named XYZ has 1 million shares in issue at $4 a share. The stock market values shares at 4 million. Therefore, 4 million becomes a flow in your negotiation. There are other costs linked to this acquisition cost. One would be transaction cost, second one professional cost, third one any other systems related cost, 
by bringing systems to one, staff costs and many more. So when we are thinking about acquiring a company, it is not just that share value. There are other costs that we need to consider and then look at, well, when we consider all this, still are we getting value by acquiring this new company? If we are to value an unlisted company, it becomes a bit more complex. Two main ways that we can value this company is one, asset-based, and the second one, income-based. Let's look at asset-based first. In this case, we are paying for a statement of financial position. We are buying a collection of assets, less liabilities, and asking the question, what are these assets worth? Income-based, here we are buying a revenue-generating machine. We are basically asking the question, how much income will this give us in the future and what is that worth to us now? When we look at an asset-based valuation, let's look at the positive sides. The figures are from audited financial statements. It's a very good starting point. We can value intangible assets separately by calculating intangible value. This is a method to use to value intangible asset. It's also called CIV. Now let's look at the negatives of it. Assets are stated at historical cost. There's depreciation charge and the rates are quite arbitrary. The net value, the net carrying value does not represent the market value. Goodwill and brand created is not stated as an asset. Value of an asset on the statement of financial position is often less relevant than its income earning potential. The second method of valuing is income-based valuation. Here you need to consider the income that you would expect to receive in the future as a result of owning this company. Income-based valuation. How would you calculate this one? First, calculate the business's future cash flow and then discount the cash flows at the required rate of return. There are some issues related to this method. The first one is how accurate are the future cash flows? For how long should we take the future cash flows? The other point is the discounting rate itself. It, it is a question mark because the discount rates can vary and just by changing a percentage, there is a huge variation in the value. Another way of calculating is by using the P-E ratio. That is the P-E ratio multiplied by earnings and then we can calculate the value of the business. P-E ratio is also called price to earnings ratio. It is the earning multiple. Issues with this method is if it's an unlisted company, it's difficult to calculate the P-E ratio because your shares do not have a market price. The share price is not there. We can look at a comparable company and use that company's P-E ratio. However, we need to adjust the comparable company's P-E ratio because comparable company is a public rated company and these companies are valued more than private companies. Therefore, we need to adjust the P-E ratio. We need to have a lower P-E ratio. The characteristics of the listed company 
may not be the same as the private company. For example, the number of distribution outlets, the variety of products, etc. In your answer, you can state that you could value a company using the P-E ratio multiplied by earnings. However, you need to then state that the P-E ratio needs to be adjusted if the company is an unlisted company. That will certainly earn you good marks. Now we come back to that first question. Is it an art or a science in valuing a company? Well, the positive side of it is when it comes to company valuation, there is no precise answer. Therefore, you can be as creative as you want to be uh, in valuation of a company. However, you need to justify uh, the, this value. With that, we conclude today's session. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm Andrew Dialvis. Thank you. Thank you.